I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Attainable Podcast. My name is Sarah Boss. I'm your host, and today today's a little ironic, I'll be honest. So um, welcome if you're new here. Um, I hope that you enjoy it here. We're a fun bunch. Um, and if you're not new here, hey guys, hey, welcome to the new year. Um, we had an interview go up last week with Maddie Miles. Holy crap. Um, she's just, wasn't that good? If you haven't listened to it, you should go listen to it. That was one of the most uh, informational interviews, informational is that a word? Informative? Whatever. Uh, interviews that I have had and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, if you're watching either on Spotify via our new video um, podcast thing, um, if you are not on Spotify and you're on Apple Podcasts, go find a friend with Spotify and go check out how we have our video set up. It's very cool. You can watch right in the Spotify app and I'm really jazzed about it. But or if you're watching on YouTube, if you see this on YouTube. Um, but if you are watching the video, you'll notice that my my background's a little weird. I'm on the guest room floor. Um, and here's why. I have tested positive with COVID. Um, big bummer. If you hear my congestion, I took... That's like the only um, symptoms that I have left is congestion, minor congestion. I took a severe sinus thing in order to get that off. And I'm really hoping it doesn't come through. But if it does, I'm so sorry. Um, but here's the funny thing. We planned this episode back in December. Back in December, I was like, you know what, I think it'd be really good to talk about like how to get out of a slump, how to identify a slump. I've totally been there before. Um, and I think it'd be really relevant. And Kristen was like, yep, that sounds good. So we had this planned. And then I got locked in a room as the raging extrovert that I am. Um, and I've been in isolation for five days, I think. Um, and funnily enough, I also went into a slump, um, which made it all the more relevant when I was going through my notes for this episode. And um, I've actually had to go through the exercises that I talk about uh, during this time to make sure that my mental health is not slipping backwards. And we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, so super excited for this episode. I hope you guys are not feeling the after like holiday slump, the post holiday slump, the the new year slump whenever you start seeing people's resolutions. I hope you're not feeling that way, but if you are, it's totally common, totally normal. Um and let's talk about how to kind of get out of it or um if you're not in a slump, great. If you, you know, you can reference this episode again if you ever find yourself in that place. So the first thing that I wanted to go over, um, because I think it's important, is the difference between depression and being in a slump, um, because they tend to look the same. One can lead to the other. Um, and I have found some tactics that have helped me identify when I need to uh, go for further help, maybe contact my therapist, um, or when, I'm, you know, you're just kind of in a funk. Uh, sometimes it can be hard to identify that. I also wanted to make a point to let you know that if you are suffering from depression or feel that you are um, having symptoms of depression, absolutely go seek help from a professional. Um, some of these things might help, but uh, depression is definitely very serious and uh, these things might not be applicable to your scenario. Um, so I wanted to get that out there. Of course, this is only my opinion, things that have worked for me during my time of being in a funk um, and definitely not expert advice or anything in relation to uh, behavioral um, disorders. So 
Now that we got that out of the way, um, there are some things that I find helpful when I need to identify when I'm in a funk and when uh, my mental behavior or my mental um, health is declining to a point where I might need some extra help. Um, So for me, again, I'm probably going to reference for me a lot just because I want to really um, make that aware. Like these are things that have helped me. But For me, when I'm in a funk or in a slump, a lot of times it is in relation to anxiety um, versus depression feels very different. So when I'm in a slump, um, a lot of my thoughts tend to be towards the future. Um, This is also a way that I identify between anxiety and stress. With that, a lot of my thoughts tend to be what ifs. They tend to be um, like about goals and feeling kind of crappy about goals. New Year's resolutions can be really like motivating and seeing other people's New Year's resolutions. A lot of people are posting about their goals and their resolutions and all this type of things that can be super motivating. And that also can be not motivating at all. That can make you feel worse. Um, that can make you start to compare yourself. Uh, and a lot of times when we compare ourselves and have those thoughts of, I should be doing this or look at their New Year's resolutions. Why don't I have any or I'm not reaching my goals? It also causes you to take inaction. It causes analysis paralysis and then you don't take any action towards your goals, which then feeds into the proof that your subconscious is looking for in order to uh, provoke those thoughts that you're not doing anything, you're not reaching your goals and you should be doing something else. A very unhealthy cycle. But that's typically um, like where my mind goes when I'm uh, heading into a slump and I'm feeling in a funk. Uh, It's in relation to what I should be doing and I want to be doing these things and I'm not doing these things and I feel like I am not ahead. I feel like I'm not where I should be. Comparison tends to be a big factor in that uh, mental process. Now, let's go to the other side. Uh, There are also things that I do to uh, determine if my mental health is declining into more of a depressive state. Um, And depression typically, I'm going to say typically, um, goes more into a hopeless outlook or even I think a better way to say is like loss of interest. So rather than having those anxious thoughts and those rolling thoughts about you know going uh, like what are you going to do about goals, all those type of things, you tend to have a more reserved outlook, um, have a lot less interest in the general things that you enjoy doing or uh, less interest in your work or in your hobbies or the type of things. And there's a very big difference in that type of thought process. There is a, like, on one hand with your slump, or um, if you're in a funk, you're usually quite frustrated, you want to get out, um, and you're worried about, you know, what other people are doing and where you should be versus when you are going into a depression um, or feeling thoughts and feelings of depression. It usually has to do with a hopeless outlook or loss of interest or something along those lines. I only intro with this because that's what I have. It's I've had issues in the past identifying, you know, you always, you wonder when it's time to like seek help. You know what I mean? You wonder when it's time that your thoughts are moving into a place where you need to talk to somebody, need to talk to a therapist, need to seek out help. And when it's just like, you need to read a good book or watch a comfort show. You know what I mean? 
it's it's hard to identify that. So that may have been helpful. It may not um, have been helpful. Definitely seek out some uh, help if you need it. You guys know I'm a huge advocate for therapy. I literally had therapy today. And if you need a recommendation for a therapist, mine's online. Um, so I don't even go to see somebody. So I'd be happy to talk to you in the DMs about my experience um, and recommend you in a way towards that. But anyways, let's go ahead and start talking about when you're in a funk. So we've all been there when we feel like we're just kind of like in a slum, we feel like we can't get out, and we're comparing ourselves to others, especially during this time of year. We're post-holiday, so we're coming off of the major emotions coming from a holiday, putting up Christmas stuff. That might be great for some people. Some people might find that super sad. And you kind of go back into this regular life with this added pressure to feel like you need to be something new. You need to be reaching for something. Um, you're watching other people talking about their goals and seeming very motivated, and you may not be feeling Feeling that way, which then makes you feel worse. And when you are in a funk, there's usually a um, motivation to fix your outside in order to fix your inside. You're like, okay, if I can just get to this place, I won't feel this way anymore. If I can just figure this out, I won't feel this anymore. If I can just uh, clean my space, if I can just get organized, then I won't feel this anymore. We tend to look on the outside and what we need to change in order for us to feel great on the inside. And of course, you know what I'm going to say. The unfortunate news is that's not how it works. It definitely is something that you need to work out internally that will then fix, quote, fix the things on the outside that you think might be causing this slump. Um, that's definitely how my experience has been. I always try, I do this weird thing where I try to control the things around me um, when I feel like my feelings are out of control. I think that that's something that a lot of people can relate to. And I think that's very common behavior. But the good thing is, here's the good thing. The good thing about that fact, instead of controlling our outside to, to uh, fix our inside, controlling our inside to then have a more positive outside. The good thing about that is that it is something that absolutely that things that you can do to help. It is um, something that you can control because you can control yourself and you can't always control your external experience. So we're going to talk about how to do that, how you focus inward, how we're going to take self-care and the actions that we're going to take in order to get out of the slump. Number one, I'm going to be listing some things and then also talking about my experience in this guest room. Oh my God, guys, I've been stuck in this guest room. Yeah, for, I told you for five days and I'm freaking dying. And I'll tell you about, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So my first tip is that recognize healing behavior versus instigating behavior. And this is something that I realized um, from an experience I had. One of these days um, during my quarantine, I was kind of feeling meh. I woke up, um, you know, pretty sad about, you know, having COVID. And I laid in bed, um, like from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed, not counting like going to bed or waking up. During that time of the day, I probably laid in bed for about six hours, like horizontal in bed for six hours. I watched Friends a lot of that day, did not take a lot of action, you know, was not feeling like taking any action. I was not feeling like getting up. I was not feeling myself. I just wanted to kind of curl up in bed, watch Friends, and just sit in that state. And there, I probably needed the rest, but what I found is that later that night and then the next day, that caused more feelings of anxiety, more feelings of 
um, like being in a slump, being stuck. Um, and it absolutely instigated that behavior. And what I realized is that sitting, I mean, in hindsight's 2020, like now I could be like, Sarah, yeah, you laid in bed. Like, obviously you're not going to feel very great. Um, but at the time, like I thought that like, that's what I needed. Um, and a lot of times our brain tricks us and has us go into these more instigating behaviors versus the behaviors that are actually going to help. So some rest time uh, usually is is very helpful. And if you have a comfort show or some sort of comfort um, thing that you do, maybe you, I know a lot of people like puzzles or painting or anything like that, um, that might be super helpful for you to rest yourself and rest your brain. But uh, cocooning yourself, lying in bed, um, I'm talking to me, that certainly did not help me. So the next day, I tried to focus on things that would be a lot more healing. So even though I didn't feel like it, like the whole, I wanted to stay in bed, but I realized that my wants were not necessarily the things that were actually going to help. A lot of times I will think that, oh, if I want, if this is what I want, if I want, you know, this is what I'm craving, that is going to be what gets me out of this, is that is what's going to make me feel better. It's not, it is just instigating that behavior. So I went outside, didn't feel like going outside, but I went outside. Um, and then that day I had a mask on and I was downstairs just when I figured out a system where we were on different sides of the living room and we watched a movie. And that was great even to have that slight interaction. I also FaceTimed a friend. For me as an extrovert, that was super helpful. Might not be helpful helpful for other people. But I recognized that there was a difference between the behaviors that I tended to want to lean towards and the behaviors that I should lean towards. Next thing, and I'm going to keep it short because you're going to find me annoying. Get off Instagram, get off TikTok, get off social media. Comparison is the root of a lot of uh, poor mental health and it's, it's like, you, you know, you, it was like you drink your water and then you drink your water and you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better. Just delete the apps for a little bit or put it somewhere else. Do something where you can spend a lot less time or really no time on social media for a day. Turn it off. Get off of it. That's another behavior that we tend to use to instigate or we think that we're healing and it's usually instigative behavior because we get that sense of dopamine. We uh, like to scroll, um, but it ends up fueling those feelings of anxiety, of um, being in a slump, those feelings of being stuck. Um, and then it has us, we're literally watching other people um, when like supposedly having a great time because that's what social media is, a highlight reel, when we're in a state where we are not having a great time that's not healthy for anybody. So let's just get off social media. That's number two. We all know that. Um, number three is journal and track the days that you are happy versus the days where you're not as happy. If you're having a slumber, you're kind of just in a like crappy place and you are, have been in that for like several days, it's hard to discern which of those days were like good days and which of those days like weren't so good. This is one way for you to just have a physical like way to see how you're feeling. Journaling is also a great thing. I would recommend doing like a mixture of both. Having something where you're able to tally, maybe even rank the days. Um, You know, on this day, I was feeling great. I was feeling a 10. This day, I was feeling uh, you know, a five or this day I was feeling a two and you can actually see like 
where you are. A lot of times we get to, um, it's kind of hopeful because you find that your days are not as bad as you think. Like you might have thought that you were unhappy the entire week when you had two or three of those days that were actually like seven, eight, nine days. Um, But we fixate on those moments where we're feeling more of a two or three or a four. So take some time to actually track your moods. Take some time to journal. Journaling is actually one of the things that helped me the most in uh, my anxiety journey. And I go back to it as a uh, I'll, I'll say like it as an exercise, as something that I do when I need a little bit more help. I've started journaling again now that I'm stuck in a room and I found my anxiety and my mental health was declining. So definitely something I recommend. And with journaling, this kind of moves me into number four. Um, that is a way that you can start to identify the things that make you happy. Identify some of the small things that make you like slightly happier. If your one job is to make yourself 1% happier, what can we do? What can we do? What, um, what in that day made you feel better? For instance, the, um, day that I laid in bed and then, um, the day after when I said, okay, we're not going to do that anymore. I thought, okay, what makes me feel better? I may not want to do it. I may not think it'll work, but what do I know tends to make me feel better? Going outside. I went and sat outside just on our little bench looking at the pond. I just needed that fresh air. And I was like, okay, you know what? I didn't want to do that. I didn't think it'd work, but that did make me feel a little better. What else, what small thing can I do to make myself feel better? FaceTime a friend. I FaceTimed a friend and that felt great. So track, okay, on the days that you felt happy, on the days that you felt good, like how, it's almost like a challenge. How can you prolong that feeling of good? What were you doing? Can you do that again? If you were playing frisbee with a friend, how often can you play frisbee with a friend? If you were spending time with a loved one, if you were reading a book, if you were doing some sort of hobby, how can you prolong that time and just make it like a game? 1% happier. How can you how can you extend that mode of happiness for 5 more minutes, 10 more minutes and just keep doing that and you'll find that it becomes a lot less hard to find the happy because that tends to be how we're feeling. It feels very hard to find the happy. Um so find those things that make you feel a little bit happier and prolong those moments. All right, so I think we're on like number five or something. Pick up something artistic or something that kind of is out of your norm. I didn't, I purposely did not say out of your comfort zone because that's not going to be helpful for everybody. Um, for a somebody who is extroverted, somebody who um, has a personality type that thrives off of being out of their comfort zone in extreme situations, that might help. For instance, uh, putting me in a situation that where I've never done something before, um, like a, I don't know, I don't know why dance class, I've been to dance classes, but like a dance class I've never been to before, or like axe throwing, or gosh, I don't know, anything like that, where I have to do something I've never done before. Um, and that totally gets me out of my comfort zone. Like that would be a very healing behavior for me. For somebody else, that might not, that might absolutely rise the feelings of anxiety. So just doing something out of your norm. This might be just switching up your routine. Something that I've been doing um, while I'm in this room is I actually got a lot of paint supplies for Christmas, thank God, um, because I've been painting. <gasps> Do you want to see? Okay, this will be great for the video, people. If you are listening, um, then... I'm so sorry. DM me and I'll send you a picture. Um, so this, I've been taking a abstract art class. It's called, um, I got a 
ad from like Instagram or something. And it's called like, this is art, art, artify or something like that. Um, and it's like, it was like 45 bucks. It was great. And it's an abstract art class. And I'm currently like, I'm really early in it because I've totally derailed. Sorry guys. Um, we'll get back to topic like real soon. Um, stopped like doing my painting because I was in a place where I needed oil pastels and I don't have oil pastels yet, but, uh, this is my first piece of art. <laughs> it looks like nothing. Um, this is, we're literally on the background of learning like how to do the background of abstract art. Did you know that acrylic painting has a lot more water? There was a point where she just poured the water all over the canvas. It was very interesting. And then this is my paint by number. We haven't gotten that far. Um, so if you're on a video, the video version, that's a fun thing for you. If you're listening, um, then go check out the video on YouTube when we have that posted or go find a friend on Spotify, um, to watch that video. But anyway, I picked up art. So I try, you know, I've been doing something that I don't normally do, but I enjoy doing find something where you can just like shake up your routine a little bit. Um, you know, if you exercise in the morning, exercise at night, or change up that exercise. Um, start going on walks. Just shake something up so that you are not having this repetitive um, type of routine that is not challenging your brain and is causing you to just kind of stay in this habitual state where you are sort of running on your subconscious. That's something that can be kind of dangerous because our subconscious usually tries to prove to us what it's thinking. It doesn't know the difference between us, like what we're thinking and reality. So that's, that's what happens when, um, we talked about this a little bit in the episode of Lisa Coombs, if you listen to that, but if you are feeling, um, the like thoughts of, I can't do this, or I should be doing this, or I should be better, or, um, they're doing so much better than me, our subconscious always tries to prove us right. It will find other pieces of evidence that then proves that point right. So like when we um, were doing the thing where we see people's goals and we then don't take action on our goals because we feel analysis paralysis and that we're already going to fail, but then because we don't take action, we feel even worse that we're not taking action, that type of cycle, that's our subconscious saying yes, 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 I understand that. I know that. I recognize that. So trying to pull us out of that subconscious like habitual state into a state where we are consciously making our decisions and consciously doing things that are going to make us feel better, that's going to help a lot. Okay, final thing that I have to remind myself every single time I'm in a slump when I feel like I'm in a funk is that you always remember that it's temporary. Always remember that it's temporary. I'm going to repeat it again. Always remember that it's temporary. The longer it goes, it's really, really easy to feel like you're never going to get out. It's really hard to remember what it felt like when you weren't in a slump. And that can literally, you can be in a slump for only two days and feel that way. Like, oh, I, I'm never getting out of this. Like, it, it feels like it's going on forever. And you tend to feel a lot like hopeless. Like, what the heck? I, I'm never going to get out of this and I can't seem to shake it. No that it's temporary. It it makes me feel like 10 times better if I can just remember, okay, this is temporary. It's okay. It removes yourself from the feeling. It removes your identity from how you're feeling. Your identity are not your feelings. Your feelings uh, are often dictated by your subconscious, dictated by your surroundings, and we really underestimate how our surroundings and things in our life um, 
actually affect us. We may not feel stressed, but then if we take a step back and somebody else looks at our life and been like, yeah, you've been doing all these things. You just switched a job. You just moved. Of course, you're feeling anxious and kind of crazy. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I was stressed. We really underestimate how these things can manifest. And so with that, we tend to think our feelings are part of us. If you can say, hey, okay, you know what? It's okay. It's okay that I'm feeling this way. It's okay that, um, you know, I'm kind of in a slump. We've been here before. People have slumps all the time. We're going to look at it. We're going to say, you know what, buddy? It's all right. We're good. We're good. We'll let you have your time. We're going to take some take some time to do th- some things that's going to make us a little bit happier. We're going to go outside. We're going to go take a walk. We're going to go play with art supplies. We're going to do- go do something else. But you know what? You know, we'll, we'll wait for you to just kind of shoo yourself out the door. Remove yourself from the feeling. This slump is not your identity. This isn't what you're going to be feeling forever. I promise. I promise, promise. If you need to get out of your own head, lordy be talk to a friend. Lordy be talk to a friend. Kristen, my podcast editor, she's mine. She's my friend. Honestly, if you're an Enneagram person, go find an Enneagram too. They're fabulous to talk to. But anyway, go find a friend to pull yourself out of that headspace. Perspective is your friend. Perspective is going to help you realize like, oh, okay, this is what I've been trying to wrestle with in my mind. We, we roll these things. It's like those cement, you know, things. Uh, the cement trucks, like we roll things in our head over and over and over in the back of our mind and it just keeps going and going. And we think we're trying to make sense of it and it ends up getting more jumbled until we say it out loud, we get it on paper, we journal it, we talk to a friend, and then they're able to help us say, hey, these are the pieces that, like, this is what you're trying to sort out. And this is okay. And, and hey, you're actually doing, you're doing all right. You know, you're, you're on the up and up and we're going to get out of this and it's temporary and that's all right. Everybody has slumps. Sometimes that's all you need is just for some perspective and the perspective of saying this isn't going to last forever. All right, guys, I hope that this was super helpful. This was fun for me. Um, Thanks for jamming in my new guest room. Thanks for looking at my artwork. Um, I hope you guys are having a great start to 2022. It's going to be a fabulous, fabulous year. We've had some great growth with the podcast and I cannot thank you enough. Um, I want to take some time here to beg you. I am begging. I'm on the floor of of this guest room and I'm begging, please, please, please go leave a review. Um, Five-star review and it would be great if you can write something super nice and sweet because that's going to help us grow. Um, And yeah, we haven't been getting a ton of reviews in a while and it just means the world. So this is me, please, asking you to go leave a review. Even if you have left a review before, you can leave another one. Um, Thanks, pal. That means a lot. I hope you guys are having a fabulous week wherever you are. DM me if you need a pick-me-up, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.